This is Harrison Kim, and you're listening to Working With People by PaveStep. The Working With People podcast is for executives, managers, and people leaders. We bring people experts together to provide you with relevant content on how to think about and manage your most important asset, your talent. We have Sonia here with us today. Where are you calling in from today? I am joining you from Los Angeles, uh, sunny Los Angeles. (laughs) Awesome. The weather's still good there? It's funny, as I say sunny, it's a little cloudy right now, but it's it's pretty good though overall. Yeah, I'm sure it's nothing compared to uh, the most of America's right now. So <laughs> you're in yes. a good spot. You're in a yes. good spot. Yes, I can't complain. <laughs> Absolutely. So today we're going to be talking about something really, really interesting and unique. I think it's something we actually have never really talked about on our podcast. Um, it's going to be on people's work preferences, team dynamics, team norms, um, and thinking about how to optimize it. I know you've you know, ran kind of a pilot or experiment internally at your company. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this conversation. So before we start on that, let's start with you. Tell me about yourself and what you do. Sure, yeah. Uh, so I've been working in the LNOD or learning and organizational development space for a little over 10 years now. And I currently lead the learning and development function for the Lionsgate family of brands. And I'm the executive director of learning and development. Um, So what does that all mean? Uh, Well, I have a great team of people and together we run a variety of programs really focused on how can we upskill our workforce? How can we help them perform at their best? And how can we ultimately retain them? And we do this by partnering with our various stakeholders within HR and within the business so we can better understand, you know, what does the company really need? What does the business need? And then how can we as an L&D team deliver impactful programs that can help shape and support our company's culture? Mm -hmm. Perfect. So I'm really excited to hear about this initiative and project that you've run. So you've run this internal initiative to help people leaders get a better understanding right of their team members preferences and team dynamics Mm -hmm. um can you tell us a little bit more about how it all got started yeah so it's it's wild it's been a journey really since or more so because the pandemic happened we were finding ourselves in a spot where people leaders were now shifting to leading their teams fully virtually And then once we knew we were going to be returning to office, we knew that it's going to be some sort of hybrid setup. And Mm -hmm. so knowing that we wanted to provide our people leaders with some form of support to help guide them on this path that they were going on. So what we did was we built out a full program called People Leader Excellence or PLEX and did this in partnership with an external vendor. And part of that was... um, It's a series of workshops, and one of the workshops was around team culture. And this aspect, character profiles and team norms, was a piece of that that workshop. And we ran that late last year. And Mm -hmm. really, it's about, because two things really come up in this new setup we're in. It's keeping that connection going with employees and also ensuring you're having regular communication with them. But doing that kind of requires you to know, well, how and what do they prefer when it comes to these two topics? So we thought, okay, well, we can provide our people leaders with a tool to help spark that conversation and help them 
better get in tune with what their teams need um, mm -hmm. and then use the character profiles to help launch whatever team norms they want to set up. Because so, many, so much of the time, team norms, they're there, but they're not written. It's all the unwritten right. rules of working within your team. But then if it's put on paper, it helps reduce conflict. It helps, it just helps set the bar and even the bar when it comes to how we work together. Right, manage expectations. Like it's like real team management. Yes, exactly. Let's dive a bit deeper into this character profile. What we did is we set up a fillable PDF where employees can plug in their work preferences and share a little bit more about their life outside of work. And the first half of this is really all about how you want other employees to work with you by sharing things like, I do my best work in the morning before lunch. If there's an urgent issue, I am me first, then let's get on a phone call. After this, there's another section for employees to share what they find challenging while they're getting their work done. Maybe they get distracted easily by shiny projects, or maybe they lose momentum when not included in a meeting, or maybe there are certain world events that are consuming their brain power. It's about whatever they want to share with their coworkers, so that way those coworkers can keep this stuff in mind when they're trying to connect with their colleagues. And then following on that is when to know I'm not doing so great. So what are some indicators that help mm. you know that I'm not doing so great? And then to help with that, how can you help me when you notice those indicators? Right. And so those, that's the main section or the main component of the character profile. And the second part of it is who am I as a person? So much of being in this pandemic has blended our personal life and our professional life. Right. And it's, if, we can't really separate the two. So let's get to know the person beyond the work that they're doing. So that way we can connect with them and build more of that connection. And so that is all about, you know, who am I in terms of my demographics that I feel comfortable sharing because that's such a big part mm. of me. Who am I when it comes to how do I spend my time outside of work? What hobbies do I have? Um, and then who are or what are some important things to me? So there's a little section to share a couple photos about maybe it's a family member or maybe it's a group of friends or an activity you're a part of. So it's right, some all- Some kind of values, right? Like something that you value that you hold dear. Yep, yes, yep. exactly. So it's all about whatever the employee feels comfortable sharing that mm -hmm. they put into this character profile. And the more you share, the more vulnerable it may be but the stronger of a connection you're going to build with your teammates. Makes sense. Makes sense. So that, that kind of builds out your character profile. What additional steps uh, did you take to kind of start thinking about the team dynamics from there? Yeah, what we did was provide our people leaders with almost a meeting in a box guide to help them facilitate their team's share out of their character profiles. Once each person had completed or shared the profile, ideally in a team meeting so they could verbally speak to what's on the document, um, the team would start to see certain patterns with preferences that they could start to capture in a new file around team norms. If they found, well, hey, the majority of our team are morning people, then maybe what they decide is we reserve an hour or two for heads down focus work during these morning hours, or that's when we have our deep thinking meetings so that way we get the best out of that. Or if 
they find, well, the most, the majority of the team struggles with getting distracted by shiny projects, then maybe we need a place to capture these ideas until we have the bandwidth to tackle them. And once you have this initial draft list, you might find some norms like, well, we follow agendas for meetings. We use the status field on our IM platform to share what we've to share that we've stepped away for lunch or to do heads down focus work, or that we make sure we add all of our projects to our project management platform, no matter how big or how small. It's really so that each team leader can tackle the team norms and then store those norms in whatever shared space works best for them. And what the leaders I've spoken with have found is that these team norms, um, a lot of them are what their team's already working on or already doing. And then some of them are also aspirational. And so this helps leaders shape their team's culture while the team gets to have a say in it too. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so a lot of it you know, kind of comes down to one, uh, making it like explicit, right? Like here are my preferences and here I like to work, here are the things that I value. And then two, Kind of putting all that kind of data point right data points together those data points together and thinking about those uh specific team norms what are some of the other team norms that you've seen um that have worked you know well uh you know that you talked about kind of the yeah people are morning person or if people are morning people then maybe we should have some deeper meetings in the earlier in the day uh, what else have you seen that was kind of surprising for you yeah, um, and I, I should back up to say too, another part of this team culture workshop was around mm. leaders defining their leadership values. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And so that also helps inform the team norms as well. So if the leader's sharing, these are the five right. things I value, then like, how does that play into the team norms? But Right, that's um, their kind of character profile. In a way, yeah. Um, but they also are filling out a character profile to share yeah, their more specifics. But um, to speak to your question, some other examples of team norms are, especially with this hybrid work setup, to use days in office for more in-person team meetings and work from home days for more of that heads down focus work. Or to say that when there are attendees from different offices, we're all gonna join from our individual screen so that we can have one box per person on the mm -hmm, chat mm -hmm. to make the meeting more inclusive. Um, another thing I've shared with my own team is calling attention to the aesthetics of our work products. In the past, I haven't really communicated that and often found I'd be editing the look of the final product. But now that I've shared this uh, with the team that this is one of my values, my team has learned new tools and elevated the look of our work products in ways that I wouldn't have thought of. And now our employees can easily see what they need to know. And it just looks nice too. Um, and, and doing that has helped me in another way too, where I can also better focus my time on other priorities. And that's one example. Another one is um, how we use our airtime during meetings that we're mm. going to be, you know, cautious, not cautious, but more so um, more aware of how much airtime each of us are using. So we can, again, promote more inclusivity within right. the room. And so then it's just using that phrase like, oh, well, I'm taking up more airtime right now. So let me let mm -hmm. me put myself on mute. What else do others have to share? So making space for others. Um, gotcha. Yeah, those are some awesome. examples. Awesome. This is super, super interesting. And 
have you kind of heard back from your managers or have you seen from your end as well, like some of the big kind of benefits that you've been able to realize or start to recognize? Yeah, talking with another leader, they shared with the character profile, one of them, one of the items in terms of preferences is how do you like to receive recognition? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, and so one of the employees on their team shared, they don't want public praise, even if they've done a great job. To them, it's mortifying to be put on that in that hot seat. And so this leader said, okay, well then I won't do public praise. I'm going to, in our one-on-ones, give you that praise and have people share that individually with other leaders so then they can connect with you to share that feedback. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, And the public recognition is something that I think oftentimes gets overlooked, right? Everyone thinks everyone loves being recognized in public, but that's definitely not true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and and just even like some other things to um, preference of like, do you want to do, do you want to have small talk at the start of meetings? Or do you want to reserve that small talk for a separate meeting altogether? Mm. And that was something that another leader shared. She said her leader would prefer to avoid small talk in meetings. Knowing that I can just get straight down to business and just right. tackle what we need to tackle. And then we'll have like a coffee walk and get to know each other and do the small talk there. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, it makes it makes a lot of sense. And it's, it's funny that most companies and most team leaders and you know managers don't do this, right? They kind of, they do it, but they never write it down. They never explicitly agree on team norms. And then, you know, over time, it eats away at the kind of the team dynamic over time is if you have a mismatch, right? And Mm -hmm. uh, that creates conflict. So this, this makes a lot of sense. Totally. It's surfacing what each person's preferences are, defining team norms. And this way you've laid out the expectations you have for your team. Of course, not every preference will be in the majority, but you can discuss as a team and use this to have more open dialogue about your differences and then commit to whatever norms are established. You know, and as I talk about this, I'm thinking of one employee and leader who just had very different communication styles and preferences. This leader was at a point of giving up on their direct report until they each took an assessment around communication preferences. After having more dialogue around those preferences and their tendencies, they learn to work with each other. So much so that leaders said, this employee is the best employee I've ever had. (laughs) Nice. That's awesome. So how does that happen? And it's just from the simple conversation. Right, right. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you've basically just just come off this pilot or program and you're continuing to work, work on other things here. What could have gone better, do you think? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's always stuff that could have gone better. I think mm-hmm. um, one thing that I did here was the meeting in the box mm-hmm. um, approach, was, which was done to make this scalable, um, right. was still like, there are a few leaders who would have preferred my team facilitate that uh, character profile report out. Um, other folks just found time to be a challenge, which I know is a challenge for everyone. Right. Um, so it's, how can we use this character profile without having an hour long meeting with our team just to talk about this? Right. right, um, right. So I think, you know, it's a, it's a matter of 
maybe finding another way to scale it up. So it's Mm -hmm. maybe have one-on-ones to get to know your colleagues. So it's just 15 minutes that you spend with each other versus everyone coming together for an hour long meeting. Gotcha. And like having them debrief and share ideas with each other and, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, I think that could make a lot of sense. Awesome. Awesome. Well, this is super, super interesting. And as I mentioned before we started recording, this is something that is like really near and dear to my heart as I think about this all the time with my own team and even just from our product perspective, I think about it, right? So this is really, really cool. Um, So where can the audience find you and your thought leadership? Find me on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, you know, the URL. So it's linkedin.com slash in slash Sony MDOS. And you're welcome to find me on there. Reach out with any questions. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for your story. And thank you so much for sharing the tactical insights and you know what what you've done it's it's really really cool um well everyone thank you for listening to working with people feel free to check out other episodes on pavesep.com slash podcast thank you sony sure of course thank you